Hello, and welcome to Meditations from Middle Earth. My name is Strider, and I'm a Christian worker here in where I call Middle Earth. We love to meditate on God's Word, and He's given us so many unique and rich experiences here in Middle Earth, and I'd like to share those insights with you here on Meditations from Middle Earth. Today I'd like to talk about the issue of pride. I've been meditating on this lately. Uh, Last week we did a lesson on um, humility. And uh, obviously the the contrast or opposite of humility would be pride. There is good aspects of pride. And of course this muddying of the water saying, well, there's some good pride and some bad pride. That's part of our problem in understanding how it's getting at us, how it's Uh, taking over how it's affecting our lives in negative ways because there is good pride I can take pride in my work I can be proud of my children but when the Bible talks about pride going before a fall when James talks about God opposing the proud but giving grace to the humble and we're to humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord and he will lift us up well how does that work? And of course, what came to my mind is a story. When we first came to Middle Earth, we were confronted with a system of governance that was completely contrary to anything we'd experienced before. I've lived in many places around the world. Uh, My wife also has lived in many places around the world. Uh, But we had never Uh, confronted corruption and injustice on the level that we found when we first came here to Middle Earth. And as we faced that, uh, pride welled up within us. Uh, Well, we're not like that. We don't pay bribes. And and the concept of the bribe uh, got talked about a lot and how, well, those people over there pay bribes, but I'm not going to pay a bribe. And those guys have no right to take money from me And some of this talk sounded very sanctified, as if we were much more like God by not cooperating in this unjust system um, and not giving in and giving people money when they didn't deserve it. But some of that also sounded very prideful to me. Okay, so the traffic cop stopped you when you didn't actually run a red light. And he tried to hit you up for some money, and you refused to give it to him. Well, were you right? Well, you might have been right. But it didn't look very pretty. And you yelling at him was probably not the right thing to do. And how many days I had like that. How many days where I was yelling at, or in my heart, beating up the people that the Lord had sent me to come and love we end up with a kind of righteous indignation, we call it. I know what's right. Those people don't know what's right. I'm better than they are. This, of course, is all nonsense. And in most of the cases, it was a complete misunderstanding of what's really going on. One day, I was going up over the high mountain pass in a taxi. 
I'd been over the pass a couple of times before, and I knew that in this particular stretch of road, it was barren and desolate, and there was hardly anybody up there. And as we got up to the top where the pass was, suddenly there was a barrier across the road. And I thought, why is there a barrier across the road? Who would do that? And then a little further up from the barrier, there was a bench with a group of men on it, mostly older men, and they were just sitting there. Next to the barrier, we noticed a sign that said, Road closed from 12 at night until 11 a.m. or something like that. And I thought, these guys don't have the right to close the road. What are they doing stopping us? They have no right to stop us. And in my heart, I just got angrier and angrier and angrier. I was seething, sitting in the back seat of this taxi as these guys were holding me up on my trip. Oh, I was so mad. And they wouldn't stand up and come over. And so the taxi driver says, well, what is this? And he rolls his window down. And he calls over to the guys, hey, what's going on? And one of the guys got up and slowly came over. And he said, well, well the road's closed. And the taxi driver said, well, what do you need? Is this about money? Do you need money? Here, have this. And he gave him about 50 cents worth of money. And the guy moved the barricade over. Quite slowly, I noticed. And then finally we drove on. And as I sat in the back seat, I was furious. He gave that guy money. He should never have given him that guy money. He, why did he give that guy money? That guy didn't deserve our money. Oh my goodness, that was wrong. They, 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 we should have gotten out and moved that barrier and thrown it over the edge of the cliff. We, we never should have given them anything. And I'm just sitting there thinking all these thoughts and so angry. And as we drove down the road, the taxi driver said, yeah, you know, these, these people are so poor up here. They don't have any money. They don't, they don't have money to buy bread. They're, they're starved to death. And tears shot to my eyes. And I thought, <laughs> I've come all this way to love this people. And this taxi driver, who doesn't know Jesus from a hole in the ground, has way more love and compassion than I do. Yeah, I was that guy. I was the prideful, arrogant guy, demanding my way, demanding my rights. The taxi cab driver taught me a lesson that day, and one that I've tried not to forget, though I, I have to confess to you, there have been plenty of days where I did forget this lesson, but I try not to. I try to remember that there's another side to this story. There's more going on here than meets the eye. And that while I do have rights, I also have the right to lay those rights down. Jesus has the right to be co-equal with God. He's God, in the, and now he's come in the flesh, as Philippians 2 says. He has the right to stay right up there in heaven and be worshipped and adored by the angels for all of eternity. But he gives up that right to come down to the earth to be humiliated, to be mocked, to be disbelieved, to be beaten, to be killed, to be hated. No, Jesus has plenty of rights, a lot more rights than you and I have. He's the creator of the universe. We're not. And yet he laid his rights down. And so as I think about the issue of pride, the same issue that drove Adam and Eve to pick the fruit from the tree so that they could be like God's, and I think, wow, am I still eating that fruit? 
Am I still trying to be like God? Am I still trying to hold on to my rights? No. No, I'm not. I'm laying that down. I can give that guy money on the side of the road. I can not be treated the way I think I deserve to be treated. I can humble myself. And I can expect that in his own time, God will lift me up. He'll be the one who brings justice one day. He'll be the one who puts me in my rightful place, but only if I lay my rights down today. So today, I'm going to lay my rights down again and take the role of a servant and love others who don't deserve to be loved and care for others even when they don't want it and give to others even when they don't thank me for it. And if I can do that, then maybe I can truly be called a follower of Jesus. Come follow him with me. This has been Meditations from Middle Earth. May God be your ever-present teacher and richly bless you on your journey.